You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Jihadist online inspiration increases as ISIS loses ground. Social media security concerns continue as more than two-factor authentication seems necessary. The NFL Players Association hires K2 to advise its members on online security. Notes on the importance of key management. Takedowns and fresh targeting shifts the ransomware landscape, and paying ransom doesn't seem to be working these days. Symantec buys Bluecoat, and Microsoft acquires LinkedIn. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, June 13th, 2016. There's little so far to add to early reports of Saturday's massacre in Orlando, Florida. The attack is being claimed by ISIS, and the shooter apparently called 911 to identify himself and declare his adherence to the caliphate shortly before he opened fire at the gay nightclub. How much ISIS inspiration contributed to the attack is still unclear so soon after the attack, and from ISIS's point of view, it really doesn't matter much. But the shooter, who was killed at the scene, seems to have had at least tangential contact over recent years with online jihadists. His internet connections to sympathizers with Islamist terror were enough to bring him to the attention of the FBI twice, but not enough for the FBI to conclude he was a serious threat. Nor were such contacts obstacles to his getting and holding a job with G4S, a large and leading gates and guards security company. ISIS and its competitors in jihad, al-Qaeda and the Taliban, continue to post grisly calls to jihad. As ISIS loses more ground, it can be expected to decline from statelet to insurgency, and then to simple terrorism in the taxonomy offered by War on the Rocks. The Taliban is newly active online, apparently following the ISIS template, although in a more localized way. Anonymous has countered with low-grade defacements of jihadist Twitter accounts. They've been posting adult images to ISIS sympathizers' Twitter profiles and timelines. Governments and companies in the U.S. and elsewhere continue to look with mixed success for messaging that will help counter the online appeal to jihad. Major social media platforms continue to remediate their credential issues. Wired last Thursday ran an interview with Peace, the hacker who claims to be the one selling stolen databases at big discounts. Mr. Peace, whose tone is both callow and self-important, describes the activities of his crew, which disbanded upon its leader's retirement some time ago. Peace decided to sell credentials when one Tessa began doing so, quote, without permission, end quote. Peace says that the data had been more valuable before the compromises became generally known and was bought by actors most interested in using it for spamming. 
Once the data became public, selling them at low prices was simply a way of picking up a lot of cash. It's worth noting Microsoft, undeterred by security worries, bought LinkedIn over the weekend for a reported $26.2 billion, and the NFL Players Association has retained a security company, K2 Intelligence, to help its members and their families with social media security. Let's Encrypt, the not-for-profit certificate authority backed by Mozilla, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, and others, inadvertently leaked 7,618 users' email addresses. That's about 1% of their users. Let's Encrypt was established to make it easy for website administrators to switch from HTTP to HTTPS. Takedowns and new criminal techniques shift the ransomware landscape. Angler and Drydex both appear to have been taken down, with Locky Ransomware exiting with Drydex. The current ransomware leaders are Crisis, with data theft capabilities in addition to file encryption functionality, Jigsaw, with a helpful live chat support feature to assist victims in paying the extortion, and Flocky, said to be locking up Sharp and Philips Android-based smart TVs with a dim-witted threat from the non-existent U.S. Cyber Police. It's worth noting that paying ransom hasn't seemed to have helped the University of Calgary much. Many of its systems remain unrecovered from the attack it sustained a week ago, which means they bought very little for the $20,000 Canadian they paid their attackers. In industry news, two startups receive journalistic or venture capital love. The journalistic love goes to Area 1 Security, the spear-phishing protection specialists, who receive not just one, but two mash notes from the New York Times over the weekend. Area 1's leaders take some pains to disassociate themselves from the prevailing tone of pessimism about the inevitability of successful attacks, which pessimism they, or at least the Times, associates with FireEye's public statements. The VC Love goes to Canadian behavioral analytics shop Interset, which received an undisclosed investment from InQtel, the venture fund operated by the U.S. intelligence community. InQtel's picks are widely followed. The fund was, for example, an early investor in Palantir. And Bluecoat didn't stay on the block for too long. Symantec has announced plans to buy the privately held company for $4.7 billion in cash. The acquisition is seen as an enterprise security play. Internationally, as Australia seeks to come to grips with the magnitude of the cyber threats it faces, and the U.S. Congress considers what might constitute an act or situation provoking or justifying war in cyberspace, India and the Republic of Korea move to higher alert with respect to long-standing regional rivals, especially China and North Korea. Industry sources would like to see more of a sense of crisis in Canberra, but in fairness, that's what you'd expect industry sources to say. India's defense establishment is concerned with Suckfly and other Chinese APT groups, government or criminal, and hopes both higher alert levels and closer cooperation with the U.S. in cyberspace will afford a degree of protection. Finally, the National Cybersecurity Hall of Fame is taking nominations for the Class of 2016. If you know someone who's made cyberspace a better place through science, technology, leadership, policy, or other art, consider recommending them for the Hall. Nominations are open through July 20th. You can learn more at cybersecurityhalloffame.com. I don't suppose they have a podcasting category. Mm, too soon. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. 
It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications, so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm joined by John Lisebor. He is the CTO at Quintessence Labs, one of our academic and research partners. When it comes to encryption, one of the key aspects is key management. Um, what can you tell us about uh, the importance of key management when it comes to cryptography? Well, encryption is relatively easy. Um, all major platforms are supported by easy-to-use, good cryptographic implementations. Certainly, care is necessary to, to build secure applications using standard crypto implementations. But there is no need to understand the internals of algorithms in order to use them correctly. Unfortunately, uh, this ease of use with crypto implementations has just moved the real problem somewhere else. And that, uh, that location has been moved to is, is key management. Uh, this is where a good and properly implemented key management protocol can help. The hard parts are securely generating, managing, storing, monitoring, controlling and distributing keys can be delegated to a key management server. As in the world of networking where IP is ubiquitous, a well-known standard protocol is invaluable in increasing the overall security level of applications and systems. Uh, there, there are a few protocols out there that can be used for this purpose in terms of key management, but uh, one such protocol that is uh, becoming more popular and is more common these days is a protocol called the OASIS Key Management Interoperability Protocol, or KMIP. Um, this particular protocol is supported by a large and growing number of vendors who build either the cryptographic side of applications, so perhaps um, encrypting disk arrays or tape systems or applications like database encryption, and is also supported by vendors on the other side, the key management um, server vendors. Uh, having a common protocol allows users of these systems to mix and match the, uh, the server vendors and the client vendors, and hopefully, uh, as in the world of networking, come up with solutions that uh, are both secure and easy to implement. A very um, important part of the KMIT protocol is the ability to send request messages and receive responses between different vendors' platforms. 
every six months or so, the uh, the KNIP community comes together for interoperability testing, and we perform operations with our standard products to verify that uh, products can create keys, get keys, can uh, look at attributes of keys, can modify attributes of keys, etc., in such a way that um, we ensure there is both security and ease of use uh, for the users of such systems. John Lisebor, thanks for joining us. And if you have any questions that you'd like to have our academic and research partners answer on our show, you can send them to questions at thecyberwire.com. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.